Hello, and welcome to Brand Boldly with Brooke. I'm your host, Brooke Logan, and I'm here to help online entrepreneurs like you put more you, your voice, your personality, your you-ness into your online presence so you can stand out boldly and grow a fully engaged audience that resonates deeply with your message. Because here's the truth. Your experiences give you a different perspective. Your flaws give you relatability. And trust me all, being more you online magnetizes your ideal clients to you like a chip to a big old bowl of queso. Just let me teach you how to use it. Let's dig in. Hello, we are live here and we have Rhonda Shirley who is going to be talking about her amazing business. So Rhonda, how about you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and your business and what you do for your clients. Hi, uh, like Brooke said, I'm Rhonda Shirley. I own a therapy and consulting practice in Macon, Georgia, which is about maybe an hour south of Atlanta. Cool. Uh, so I um, do different things. What I do is I marry my backgrounds, which um, I have about 17 years in corporate. Mm-hmm. Came out of corporate, became a therapist. Uh, to, like I say, did all the corporate type of things. So <laughs> now I'm just making a great big baby with all mm-hmm. that I've learned. Cool, cool. So what did you do in corporate? So I did different things. Um, I had the good fortune of being in insurance. So having been in insurance, one of the things that I um, did was like underwriting and claims, mm-hmm. um, lots of management. So the bulk of my time was spent in management, okay. which is where I'm able to uh, recognize the need for <laughs> kind of maneuvering through that whole thing from picking out your career choices mm-hmm. to, you know, sidestepping any type of uh, bombs in the workplace, <laughs> that type of thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, that totally makes sense how it fits together. Awesome. So the next question I like to ask everybody is, um, what is kind of your definition of branding and what does that mean for you and your business? Mm, Great, great question. (laughs) It's such an individualized thing, you know. Um, I can remember going online and looking up branding Mm -hmm. and it was this host of things that came up. (laughs) So, you know, so I guess if I had to put it in a box myself, I would say that it is your way of creating space in the world that is uniquely you. Yeah, I love that. That's so good. So (laughs) do you feel like, you know, having that understanding of of what branding means, um, has that affected how you how you run your business at all? You know, it's so interesting because um, it has and it hasn't. Mm -hmm. So in corporate, everyone is kind of like a different version of the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, being in private practice, it makes it totally different. So you truly get mm-hmm. to present as you uniquely are, mm-hmm. which it seems like it'll be so exciting, but it's spooky because you really <laughs> don't have a framework in which to build that on. Yeah. So it's like, well, shoot, who am I? So, you know, you got to dig through all the rubble of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so yeah. true. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. Good. Corporate's definitely easier in that, in that aspect. But I just I feel like it's so much more fun to just get to be you, though. And figuring it out is definitely fun. Yeah, right. Cool. Okay, so let's hear about your thing. What are you going to teach us today? Okay, so the thing that we're going to be um, focused on today is creating um, space for self-care. Awesome. So often we pride ourselves on this thing about grinding. You know, I'm on my grind. I'm hustling, <laughs> which, you know, I'm... 
I have eight jobs. I don't sleep. You know, those <laughs> types of things. They sound really great. They make awesome rap videos. But the truth <laughs> of the matter is they don't propel you forward in doing the things that you most want to do. So what we'll do today is we'll be talking about some of the things about this wonderful, elusive thing that's called self-care, <laughs> How, uh, what it is, what it is in and ways that we can infuse it into our day to day and the benefits of doing so. I love it. Perfect. Cool. So um, I guess we can start with what is self-care, right? Mm hmm. Because the myth of self-care is people just luxuriating, eating bun buns and letting life pass them by, <laughs> which is all a myth. Um, I say all the time that we have to be our own first favorite customer. So when we think about that and we take that concept and apply it to self-care, it's a matter of creating an opportunity to be our best self, right? And how do we do that? Well, one of the ways that we do that is we create a space where there's a need. We figure out what that need is and we fulfill it. Same thing with self-care. What is it that we need? And taking the time to create space to fulfill that need. That's perfect. I love that definition because I think it's so funny. Everybody talks about self-care online all the time, I feel like. But everybody's definition is so different. And that's so interesting. And I mean, even how you said it, it still leaves so much room for interpretation of what it means for you. I love that. Right. Because, see, a lot of people, when they look at it from luxuriating, it's almost like they see it as being selfish, you know, and that to self, you have the option of either caring for others or caring for yourself. And to care for yourself just seems like, eh, I'll just catch up to it later. Mm -hmm. But now if you don't engage in some level of self-care, there'll be no later. That's so true. I always like the airplane example. Put your own mask on before you can help anyone else. <laughs> Isn't that the basic, the basic level <laughs> of it? That's, that's great. Awesome. Uh, another thing, too, about self-care is um, the purpose is, like I say, that it serves. Um, and with the purpose comes the benefits, right? So one of the things is you get to lower your stress. Um, so often everyone is just so stressed out. And people do different things where they stress, they snap, they drink. They overeat, they undersleep, mm -hmm. just a host of things. So by taking that time out, whatever that is, um, and just creating a little a little pocket, right? Mm -hmm. That's all we need. We don't have to fly to Fiji. Just a little <laughs> pocket, you know, just mm -hmm. a little pocket to create space for us to do what it is that we need. So what is your favorite self-care practice? If you say you don't, obviously Fiji would be nice, but if, if we're <laughs> limited on time and resources, what's your, your way of practicing self-care? So my favorite is my uh, vice of Candy Crush. Okay. Uh, that's, that's my way of kind of getting in the cut and just kind of, okay, let's unplug your wool sock for a minute. So I play my little Candy Crush and get it in. That's great. How fun. What are yours? Um, I like to go to yoga. I just started going to yoga at a studio. I, I did it like on little TV videos and it's just not the same. So I, I like that. And um, we have a hot tub. So I like the hot tub too. It's it's hot here, like 100 degrees outside right now. So I don't get to do that as much. But other than Fiji, of course. <laughs> if I could go to Fiji, that would be top of, top of the list. But, right? Yeah. That's the ultimate big check yeah. for self-care. I'm, I'm liking yoga lately. You know what? There is a connection between yoga and 
a centering and becoming more connected mm-hmm. to our spirit self, mm-hmm. which is another thing too, that is a form of self-care. Connecting to your spirit self and recognizing that you are not the problem that you are experiencing. You are more than just bustling and collecting coins. Yes. You are an energy that requires renourishing and being around other energies for fuel. That's so true. That's so true. And I think that's why I like the the actually going to the class part of it so much because you don't get that when you're watching a yoga video at home. Right. <laughs> or it's much harder, I guess. <laughs> at least I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I said I was going to try, but I can't. I don't know. I guess I have this fear of it. But um, yeah, I've always been so uber impressed with yogis because, you know, it's not just an exercise. It's like a way of being. And it's like, ooh, yoga ladies, like, so ugly cool. It's fascinating. (laughs) I'm not at that level. I I go to the very easy classes, but... But it is. It's it's that self care. Like I I feel like I'm doing something good, you know. And I guess in essence you really are. I mean, when you think about it, because another piece of self care is focus. Yeah. And when you're doing yoga, you gotta focus. You gotta lock it down. Otherwise you'll hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things about it. You know, you get a chance to just kind of not be so distracted. Because mm-hmm. now whatever's going on, whatever great spotlight you're preparing for can't really focus on that in your yoga class, which is like, yay, time for Brooke. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I guess one of the things that I think has the greatest weight with the whole self-care thing is, you know, different types of self-care. I think that gives us so many options um, as far as how we do it, why we do it, and what we can do. Um. With that being said, it's like, ah, I feel like I'm like pivoting it. So one of my favorite things about self-care is listening to your inner voice, right? Again, going back to being your favorite customer. The first thing you want to know about your favorite customer is how can I um, figure out how to get the connection so that they see me and we can make this thing happen. So we have to kind of sit with ourselves for a little while. There are different ways we can do that. So uh, I love assessments, man. I mean, it's got all these different things. Like my son found one for um, using your birthday years and months and you figure out who you are and you get this wonderful lead in like uh, I think his was leader. Mine was master creator. And it's like uh, it gives you buzzwords for us. Okay, so this this is a path of source. So now if I am going if I buy into this thing of being a creator. That's what the creators need. Well, one thing creators need to be innovative. So I guess I need to get some books that I can get to read and figuring <laughs> out how to get those things done. Um, so, yeah, the first thing about self-care is learning who you are, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people say, well, who am I? I don't know who I am. I don't know my purpose. <laughs> well, no, you won't know because no one's going to give you like a, you know, a fortune cookie and say, <laughs> there you are. That's mm-hmm. who you're going to be. Uh, it's a process. Uh, like, for example, you didn't always know that you were going to do what you were going to do, right? Right, right. I mean, I, I liked to color when I was little. <laughs> kind of leads to graphic design, but <laughs> it took a while to circle back there. I had a bunch of other majors in college, and I definitely didn't know all along. 
See what I mean? So, I mean, it takes time with yourself and giving yourself outlets to kind of, okay, well, I like coloring and I like things looking a particular way and I like color combos. It's like, oh, I'm not going to just color. I'm going to be a graphic designer. I'm going to be a graphic artist. So we have to kind of spend time with ourselves, which means that all the busyness can sometimes detract us away from doing what it is that we need to be doing. For sure. Um, (laughs) Another thing is um, got to identify those goals. Goals are the blueprint. Um, that lets us know if we're wasting time or not. Because uh, there's nothing that's more anti-self-care than wasting time. You know, so uh, we got to get those in place. And they don't have to be like huge goals. I'm going to conquer the world, be, you know, president number 46. I mean, it don't have to be anything <laughs> like that. It can be something as simple as, Today, I'm going to get that blog post done. Mm-hmm. Um, today, I'm going to just do the sketch for my blog post. But we always have to be working towards something because it's the stress that takes us out of being in care mode. So I got to make sure that we keep those stress levels down. For sure. Um, I like to set like small goals and large goals because... I, I have plenty of those small goals, and sometimes that's that's totally enough for me. But sometimes I'm like, still, oh, I don't want to do it. <laughs> and it's sometimes it's those larger, overarching goals that kind of keep you motivated a little bit more. So I, I've seen a lot of you know different online strategists and in, in any field really talk about goal setting. And um, some people say like set 30 day goals or 90 day goals, or some people plan out their whole freaking year. <laughs> like, so what what's your what's your take on goal setting and how often do you do that? So uh, that's a really good question. Um, all of the above. Okay. Um, I do <laughs> right. So I do the um, I do the full year goal. Then I chop it off into quarters. Then I chop it off into months. And then I chop it down to weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I get it down to the day. Because sometimes, yeah, I know, right? It sounds way more, you know, um, (laughs) succinct than what it really winds up being. Um, But I try to do it that way. So I'm always working on something because for me, that's my self-care to be able to see my progress in things, uh, big or small. Um, Because sometimes if the focus is the big goal, you know, running 26 miles, you're going to lose sight of the fact that, hey, I ran a whole yard. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, exactly. (laughs) You got to have both to kind of balance it out. Absolutely. Because that's the name of the game, right? Balance. Mm -hmm. So we got to make sure that balance is in place. For sure. Um, Another one that I have is uh, just breathing. Um, I was um, sharing with uh, a client who battles with anxiety. I said, "Um, you're not breathing, are you? And uh, they were like, what do you mean? I said, do you find yourself sometimes where you are gasping? And they were like, yeah. I said, because what's happening is you are overriding your brain's normal system of movement, which includes breath. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we have to just breathe. Um, Because breathing, as simple as it sounds, it is like so overpowerful. Yes. It's like that. You know? Yes, it's it the is. Reason. That's kind of what I've <laughs> bringing back yoga again. That's the first experience I've really had with focusing on breathing and like how powerful it really can be. It's it's crazy. 
Is Isn't that, it though? Yeah. I'm definitely one of those people I forget to breathe. I mean, especially like working out or, or stuff like that, but even in general. I love that you're talking about, you know, goals and breathing and stuff because that's so important, but you don't normally put those two things to, or those things together with self-care, but they really, they are so connected. I've never thought about it from that perspective. That's why I love doing these videos and learning from different people. It's so fun. Right. You know? <laughs> Everyone knows it's important, but... <laughs> Isn't it the truth? Yeah. It's like eating. Like, yeah, I mean, I know I need to eat, but it's like, yeah, but it's deeper than that. Because the yeah. truth of the matter is, I mean, you can just eat Fritos, but your body needs more than that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, that breathing thing is key because um, there's, a there's a scientific background on breathing that when we breathe, it redistributes the blood flow in the brain. Uh, because when we're not breathing, we're in what we call a, our premammalian selves, which is like, basically, we're like walking human lizards. <laughs> we're just waiting for the next thing to operate on instinct, which is so not a good space to be in. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> no, it's not. Our worst things happen when we're in that space. That's when we find ourselves yelling at people or breaking the diet plans or you know, reneging on the goals. Mm -hmm. So we don't mm -hmm. want it there. The breathing, though, will take it, our blood from sitting here to moving it forward, which is where we have our consequences, our logical processes. So breathing is the name of the game. Mm -hmm. And that's where we have our calm in the front of our brains. So that's why breathing is false. It's amazing. You know, a lot of times, and I'm not anti-medicine by any stretch of form, but um, just the simple things that we can do can thwart off a lot of the things that we struggle with, be it mentally, be it professionally, that really don't require anything more than um, slowing it down, yeah. breathing, you know, just kind of chilling out for a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so this is one that um, I haven't seen. But as I was reflecting on our time together, it kind of saddened my spirit. Mm -hmm. And this other form of self-care is keeping this strong stream of forgiveness. Got to make sure that we stay in forgiving mode. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, I'm not necessarily talking about the big stuff. You know, someone cut us off when we were trying mm -hmm. to get to where we were going. Forgiveness is, okay, going back to the goal. Um, so my goal today may have been to sketch out next week's blog. But between family obligations, oh no, I, maybe I didn't feel good, whatever it was, and I didn't do it. We have to keep that stream of forgiveness in place so that it's like, listen, you're not a bad person. Yeah. It's always tomorrow. Let's just move forward. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, if we don't keep this steady stream of forgiveness, we'll never accomplish anything because we'll be overwrought with guilt, shame, and embarrassment. Yes. And, and just like we wouldn't want to make our customers, our clients feel guilt, shame, and embarrassment. We shouldn't do it to ourselves either. Because remember, we are our first favorite customer. <laughs> yep. Once said and done. Yeah, that's so that's so important, definitely. And I'm that's another one that I'm guilty of <laughs> big time. Like I'm way harder on myself than I would be on anyone else. And it's definitely something to work on for sure. <laughs> it's so important. For sure, for sure. Um, because um, one of the things, too, with that is people treat 
us as we treat ourselves. Mm -hmm. So another way of engaging in self-care by affording forgiveness to ourselves is it sets the platform for how we want people to treat us. Mm -hmm. Um, The golden rule says do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's the golden rule. It rarely works out that way, though. (laughs) People do it to you as you do it to yourself. Mm -hmm. So if you're mean, you say awful language, you know, I'm stupid, you know, stuff like that, Mm -hmm. you'll find Mm -hmm. that people will be responding to you in kind. So self-care, making sure you stay in a forgiving mode with yourself. Yeah, big one. It's a big one, but it's a small word. Mm -hmm. Two letters, no. Right? Yes. That's one of my favorite words. <laughs> I've definitely learned that one. <laughs> Don't you have to learn yes. it though? Yes, yes. Um, I was uh, talking with a colleague and uh, we don't hear this term too often nowadays. But when I was growing up, my mom and all the women told all the girls in my age group at the time to be a good girl. That's the goal. Be a good girl. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes being a good girl means saying yes when you really want to say no and saying no when you would prefer to say yes. Mm-hmm. And um, that is not a good version of self-care. Right. We got to be able to be OK with saying no. And, and that's the reason. Right. We have to go back to our four year old selves because mm-hmm. our four year olds <laughs> will tell us in a minute. No. <laughs> they don't give us reason. They don't give us statistics. They just say no. Mm-hmm. And it's a done deal. Yep. That's we have to regress. Definitely. I love that one. It took me a while to get there, but I, I talk about that a lot too, like setting boundaries and saying no. And it's super important. I'm, I'm with you all the way. <laughs> Not that I haven't been on the other ones, but <laughs> that one just hits home for me. <laughs> right. And the ying of that is, you know, it's okay to say yes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to say yes to the thing that scares us. It's okay to say yes to the thing that when you ask us, you know, five, ten years ago, would we do it? And at that time we told it, nah, don't think so. It's okay to say yes and change your mind because that's the beauty, right? Uh, we always talk about... um we don't always talk about, but there's this thing called reincarnation, right? Where you die, you come back. We're all familiar with reincarnation. But the truth of the matter is, as humans, we are incarnates. So we're forever changing. We're forever evolving. And it's okay to do that. That's our design to always change. So if we decide to change our minds at some point in time, that's cool, too. Mm-hmm. It's all in regards to who we are and um, who we are meant to be. Mm-hmm. We never were meant to be stagnant. There's some room there. I know can be like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and that's okay. What are your thoughts about saying yes? I think it's I think it's really important. I think you hit the the main point there with the growth and the like growing and changing and evolving. I think that's super important, not only for yourself but in your business too. I think it's important to say yes if it's if it's a question of like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and help if it's something that's going to help you achieve your goal and doing something, you know, to push you in the direction where you want to be. But then I'm all about saying no, if it's something that you don't really want to be doing, if, if you don't have the, you know, the time or the resources or, or if you just don't freaking want to do it. <laughs> say no. Right. But if it, if it's a matter of just like being scared and not wanting to leave that, that bubble, then yes say yes that that's when I'm that's when you don't say no because I'm all about that for sure I've 
even just like the live video stuff for me, I used to be terrified of doing it. I'm like, okay, I got to figure it out. I got to say yes. I got to do it if I'm going to get where I want to be. And now it's no big deal at all. Like I'm on video all the time. <laughs> it's nothing. So I, I definitely think you have to say yes and no. And they both come back to self-care too. <laughs> I love how you're tying it all together. Absolutely. I, I got to get like you broke on this whole video thing. It's like the video <laughs> thing is like, ah. Yeah, it's it's scary for sure. I, it's definitely scary for sure. And there, sometimes I'm still like, yeah, I'm going to say something stupid today. But if I do, then I do. And <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it, it hasn't hurt me yet. And so That's I'm, what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> the forgiveness piece. If I say something, hey, I just say it. I mean, yeah. chalk it to my mind, not my heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, it, it hasn't hurt me yet. And I've, I've noticed that just watching other people too. Um, not just with video, but like watching other people do things outside of their comfort zone. And you always think it's a bigger deal <laughs> for you than it than it really is to other people. Like if you mess up or if you do something stupid, like other people don't care as much as you think they do. That's <laughs> what I've learned. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> because people are so awed at the fact that, you know, you're doing those things that they don't normally take the time to critique it in the same way that we would because they're like, wow, Brooke's like really badass. <laughs> I mean, how can I be like that? So, you know, all the other stuff just kind of falls off to the wayside. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, uh, let me see. I just had a couple more pointers on, mm -hmm. you know, examples of self-care. Uh, one of them we say we're going to do, right? That's generally one of our New Year's resolutions, but we, it's really hard for us to follow through with it. And that is just to reach out and say, hey, mm -hmm. um, to be a friend, a family member, a colleague, just a hey, what's good? Um, outside of the uh, basics, you know, you always want to keep your connections in force so that if you, um, you can be of service or if you need a service, you'll have someone to reach out to. Mm -hmm. But even bigger than that, the actual endorphins that you get from the, oh, my God, I, it's so good to hear from you. It's because, you know, that's the thing. We all want to be appreciated. We all want to be um, considered important. Mm -hmm. We want to be the, the light in someone's eye. And this is a wonderful way of securing your self-care by reaching out and letting someone know that, yeah, not only are you the light in my eye, but, hey, it's nice to know that I'm delighting yours as well. <laughs> that is, that's awesome. That's so important. I agree. I agree. And that's something I'm terrible at and I'm currently working on. And I have, I have a couple friends who are just amazing at that. And I know exactly what you're talking about because when, like when she reaches out to me, I'm like so excited to talk to her and I want to be that person too. That's, that is so important. I totally agree with that. Right. But, you know, it becomes one of those things like taking a bubble bath. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a good thing to do. It's not like it's expensive, but it's like, man, I got so much other stuff I need to mm -hmm. be doing. But next time I'm going to do it. Um, but a lot of times we'll find that once we set out even the the preliminary boundary of, hey, girl, I'm just going to talk to you for a second. You are on my mind. I just want to tell you, hey, boom, boom, boom. Keep a lock on your time. And it's like, the call is done. It didn't take up all your day after all. And as a matter of fact, now you don't have the guilt of not <laughs> reaching out, right? Because yep. the time is going to be spent either way. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> so exactly. it's on the connection or the guilt. Yeah. So self care is making sure that if you're going to spend the time, make sure you get the biggest bang for your buck on it. Perfect. 
Um, another one is um, sleep, man. Um, sleeping is so hard, <laughs> but um, it is the the catalyst to everything that we do. Mm-hmm. If we don't get proper rest, everything else is off from our appetites, our moods, um, our ability to just be effective and present. Yep. Just, I mean, you know, like even just simply being present, <laughs> yeah. being a therapist, I can really feel it. Um, so I can tell when I'm not rested, uh, when colleagues and I are sharing about cases and it's like, eh, you kind of snap that line up a little bit. <laughs> Has you got a disease? Like, no, girl, I had <laughs> So again, very small thing, but it's huge making sure that you're well rested, well rested and well hydrated, well fed. All those things are in the yeah. same bucket. Hold the basic level. Oh, what is, it? is it Mas- Abraham Maslow's, the hierarchy thing? I, like, I remember my psychology classes a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just right? those, those fundamental. And I still live by that thing. Like, well, hey, got to make sure that bottom rung is filled up. Yep, exactly. It is so important, especially especially sleep. You can get away with, like you said, the Fritos. You can get away with that for a little while, but you can't get away with the not sleeping thing for very long. <laughs> not at all, because yeah. it'll tell on you between your, like I said, even your parents. All that yeah. stuff is impacted by the sleep. Yep. So we got to get it done. Yes. And Darrell, my last one that I have is to be grateful, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and self-care is being grateful for all things, even our problems. So what we perceive as a problem, because um, the truth of the matter is our problems are really just opportunities for us to develop a new set of skills, um, <laughs> which is self-care in and of itself, being your best, most uh, evolved self. Yeah. So um, if we can maintain a level of gratefulness as opposed to like, man, I hate this happen. If we can keep it grateful, then it will provide us even more opportunities to love on ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know, which which is key. Yep. And those are like all my examples of self-care. It's perfect. I love it. Those are all so good. And I love, like I said a minute ago, too. I love all of these things. We know all of these things, but you don't usually think about them and how they tie back into that self-care piece. That's so, that's so important. I love Absolutely. it. Rhonda, this has been so awesome talking to you. I've, I've learned so much how all these pieces yeah. tie together and just how important it really is. It's, it's crazy how important it is. Isn't it? And all the small things really matter. Yes. Yes, yes, for sure. Awesome um, sauce. Cool. All right. Well, everybody have a a great evening and we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks again, Brooke. Take care now. You too. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you had as much fun as I did with this episode. If you loved it, please consider sharing this episode with a friend, giving us a five-star review and subscribing to Brand Boldly with Brooke. So you'll get notified when each new episode drops. And if you want more right now, head over to brook-logan.com slash podcast where all the goodies are waiting for you. See you soon.